Hey peeps, thanks for joining back in on my show again for my third episode on the Project Chris podcast. Um, still working in on the guests that I want to have on the show. I know I keep lots going on right now. I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but um, I will get there. You know, world wasn't built in a day, um, if you believe that. I had a fucking super cool night. So I'm a family man, right? So I've got my two kids. I've got a girl and a boy. Girl's oldest. She's 11. And my son is eight. You know what it's like if you've got kids and it's just this evolving door situation with your kids in the morning, in the afternoon, dinner, bed, shower, teeth, food, lunch, reading books, playing, whatever. And, and there's just one thing that breaks that pattern. If you ever can grab a hold of it, then I suggest you run with it. And that's the sibling sleepover. So when one of the siblings gets to go somewhere else, you are left with one. Or if you're cool enough and you value your own time over spending time with them, you can get both of them to go have a sleepover and you've got your own free time. Guarantee you probably almost want to fall asleep or you were going to go out and have a good nudge out in the pub or with some friends and have a crazy night and then wake up in the morning and regret everything you did because your kids are back and uh, you're freaking tanked. Um, that's happened. I definitely don't nudge it that hard. I try to make sure that the next day I'm good because you know what's coming. So back to the whole single sibling sleepover. So obviously I had an offer uh, for my boy to have a sleepover at my mum's place with um, one of his cousins and they're five days apart and they love each other. It's, it's huge. Him, him and um, So his name's Austin and uh, his cousin's Harrison. These kids are ridiculous. They play like it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch. But you know what? That's not what I'm getting at. I'm getting at I have leftover. So that's my girl, Indy. And she's 11 years old. And daddy-daughter nights or daddy-date nights, daddy-daughter date nights, sorry, uh, father-daughter, whatever you want to call it, they're pretty important, you know. You don't really notice. You get busy in your life. You get busy doing your shit. You're working. They're cool having their fun as long as they're occupied with their iPads or their cousins or their friends. You know, you think it's all cool, but... You know, have you ever walked with your daughter or your son for that matter? You're walking down the shop and they just grab hold of your arm and they just will not let go of it. She squeezes my arm so tight. And obviously, I've been working out a bit lately. So <laughs> my arms are getting bigger and I wonder if it's because she just likes the feel of it or maybe she feels safe, right? Or maybe it's a protection thing. And either way, these are things you need to pick up on. And during the 12-week journey that I've been doing self-improvement, you... You just start you start picking up. These things have always been there, but you, you're so busy with your own shit that you sort of brush them away and think they're, they're always going to be there, take it for granted. But, you know, I really start to notice them lately, like in the last month. I've definitely started to notice them picking up on the signals and just going, put yourself in their head. Have a look at what they see, what they feel. Sorry about my phone. I keep forgetting to put it on silent, whatever. Um... Try and even even just sometimes get down to their height. The world has a different look to it, a different feel to it. You see it from a different perspective. The narrative changes, everything just from their height. So, 
you really want to you really want to harness those moments, and that's why I was super excited when I knew Austin was having a sleepover, and I could take my girl out, for, and we didn't even know what we we're gonna do. We just say you just always say daddy daughter night. Let's do that. That could be anything. Some kids don't necessarily need the big everything. Some kids just want you beside them, playing a board game, reading a book together, um, staring out at the stars, going for a bike ride. As long as it's some sort of coherent connection um, or conscious connection between the two of you, then it's just, there's so much in that. There's so much for them to learn, so much building material for them to feed on or to use or to, to, to create a sound structure for them to grow through. I don't want to get all spiritual in it, but it just, it just makes sense. I'm not saying we didn't have that stuff growing up. It was simpler for us when we were growing up, you know, boys had their mums, mummy's boy type thing. And the dads taught them how to, how to do the good stuff, you know, to, to build stuff, to, to play outside, to work. There's so much more that's distracting our kids these days that what they see on the news or the media or the Instagrams or Facebook, YouTube, whatever, iPads, it's not exactly a full reality or, or a real reality. Um, it's a, it's, well, it's a false reality. You know, you see five seconds of someone's life and automatically you think they're rich, they're famous and happy. It's not necessarily true. So, you know, there's an abundance of information they can learn just from spending time, quality time, as I said, not the amount of time or how much you spend on them during that time, but just the, just the quality time that they will learn. So we got about through the week and she came up to me and said, I want Japanese for dinner. So we went to um, Seiko Teppanyaki Bar at Rabina, and um, I've been there a few times before. Look, it's it's great because there's always a hustle. I mean, I've been to plenty of Teppanyaki bars growing up, and I've, I've seen some in Canada. Phenomenal. A um, couple in Surface, a couple at, um, um, no, most of them actually. So Broadbeach, that's right. One of Arigato and Broadbeach. You know, they're full on, sit right in front of the plate type stuff. This one's only about three plates and two of them are in action. So we couldn't get the table we wanted at the time, but it's not a, it wasn't about that. I wanted to sit off to the side so I could be one-on-one with my girl at a table and we can just do our thing. And you don't even have to talk. I mean, we did. Of course we talked. Of course I talked. Come on. And she's my girl too. She's going to talk and if she's her mother's daughter, she's definitely, definitely going to talk. She's got the butt. So we just we just did our thing and um, we ordered. Food came out quick and the water came out quick. It was all fun and there's fire going everywhere on the teppanyaki bar on the, on the grill plates and and we're just people watching together and you can just see those little twinkles in the eye. She just she really connected with it and I I learned a lot tonight from that too because. I haven't had that one-on-one with her for so long and her mommy hasn't had it either because like we said, we get so busy. So I think it's a good thing. If you get the chance, just go all in, just forget about it. It's like what I said on my last podcast, when you're out on the boat or you're out in nature, immerse yourself in what, what, what it's there for and let it, let it just take away whatever you're worried about that day, push it aside. I know it's hard. It can be hard because you're always thinking about how much it's going to cost or, or what are we doing the next day or what about work or what about a job? You know, I've been through that. I've been through the stresses, not of running the full company. I'm building the company now, my plumbing company, same thing. 
I'm thinking about it, but at the same time, you know what? I'll put in the work. It will be what it will be. You put in the work and take away the stresses or the negativity of it all and you'll get positive reactions. So that is what I'm telling or suggesting or asking you to do. If you get your time with your kids, like I said, it doesn't have to be dinner. It could just be sitting outside and laying on the trampoline. That's a freaking cool thing. I've done that before. Obviously, it was with both of them. Lay out a doona on the trampoline. They've got the walls on the trampoline now, that meshy net stuff. When you lay down and look up, that net acts as like a telescope. Well, not a telescope. No, it doesn't, doesn't make the image stronger, but it blackens, it blackens it out. So all you see is a cylinder or a sphere of, of stars or clouds, whatever. It doesn't matter. That is quality time. Laying together, listening to heartbeats, doing all that kind of stuff, they will get more out of that than me kind of trying to teach them the ways of life. Look, granted, her manners weren't the, weren't the best. I mean, because we don't go out that, that much. You know, there's always the, you know, keep your mouth closed type things. Or don't, don't use your fingers. And, you know, it's because, we, it's because we're so in and out at home with knives and forks and fingers these days. It's like, I mean, bacon, use your fingers. Chips, use your fingers. Um, but normal dinner, use your fork. And pancakes, use your fork. Use a knife. It's too soft. Just use your fork. They're just so confused. When we were growing up, it was like... Fork, knife and fork, hands down, no matter what. Um, no elbows on the table, legs straight on the floor and all this kind of stuff. And we take that on with us and we get a bit frustrated when we see our kids not doing the manners at the table like we do. But I, I had to bring it up to a, a couple of times at dinner. I just said, look, you know, always keep your mouth closed. I said, I'm not hard on you with a massive amount, but that is one thing. No one wants to see that type of thing, chewing as well as yourself, you know, and food falls out when you're chewing and you're in a restaurant. I think those things, I don't know about you guys, I suppose maybe you could go, eh, whatever, let them do what they want to do. But I still, maybe I'll work on that. But I still think that's a that's one of those things that that's etiquette, you know. It's like cross your legs, you're a lady. Uh, boys, you know, legs together don't have them wide apart, like, you know, or, or something like that. Those little things are, are flying out the window pretty fast. So you want to keep, I want to keep those down pat because they're just standard manners that are going to, you know, when we leave and they say, thanks for coming out to dinner. And he's like, it was beautiful. Thank you very much. And she's very soft and mouse type voice. But, you know, she knows she said it. If they didn't hear it, then that's not necessarily her drama. Don't ridicule and say, mate, you know, talk up louder so they can hear you. They're all these little things that such a simple night at the restaurant or out for dinner. You know, the movies, yeah, the movies is great. I think you want the focus to be more in the room with you. The movies will take it away. But if you're just doing something that's, like a like a you know eating's a quiet thing, but you can also have a conversation between chews, and you can bring up, oh, did you see that person over the bar there? It looks like so and so. And people watching is actually also very educational. No judging, don't judge them, but people watching. You can teach a person say, do you think that person over there? Do you think that's the the father or the the, the the brother or the you know whatever? Have a bit of gameplay. They love kids. Love it when they're able to get involved with adults game or, or um, sarcasm or something like that or joking around with the only adult that they're allowed to joke around with apart from <laughs> probably their grandparents is um, there is yourself. So, you know, let them have their bit of fun, obviously within reason. I said this with the boat. I think the kids, uh, my boys on the boat, uh, they were pushing limits all day, but that's character building, right? And that's, that's crucial. That's, that's like a key component nowadays because, 
they get a lot of their character building skills from freaking iPads and computers and, and technology and, and probably some of the worst places on those devices um, unless you watch what they're doing all day long. Um, it's just a good, a good practice to have or a thing to do with your family. And look, that's just with my girl. I, you know, got a special spot in the heart for her because she's my first, she's my first born baby and, um, and she's also my girl. So I've got that connection there. When I'm with my boy, Austin, I mean, <laughs> that's different. We get loggerheads, right? Him and I clash heaps of times, but that's because we're so similar. But at the same time, he is much simpler when it comes to he would he would just love me to sit beside him on the Xbox and working shit out on the game, like playing the Xbox, me beside him. He just wants to show me what he can do. Because that's the alpha thing, right? He's trying to be he's trying to be his own alpha. And you don't want to crush that, but you want to you want to make sure you you nurture it in a way that it's not going to go crazy on you. Because you still got to teach them to respect women if, they, if you don't or their mums or that for that matter then it's just it can run wild um, so he's a lot easier then he just wants to go for a bike ride or a fish or go out in the water and just get hammered or just do submarines in the water where he's on your back and you're just messing around you know that really works for him he gets a lot more love out of that than me taking him to a restaurant a Japanese restaurant watching flames you know that'll probably freak him out He'd be like, he wouldn't even eat the food. I'd get him something. He'd be like, oh, gross, what's that? It looks weird. Doesn't like it. Gag reflex, probably throw up everywhere. That's not for him. And I know that. So I wouldn't do that. I would simply do other things. Like when I had him um, on his own, we went out in the boat. Even though it was other boys, they're my, my brothers and their, boy, their, their kids, um, it was he, it was in his element. That was it. That's what he, that's where he gets his strength from. And I could see that coming. So as I said, just pick it up and run with it. Even if you can't, it's like date night for your for your for your marriage as well. Look, being there, um, in a different position now, but uh those things are also crucial. It's like communication, date nights, making the effort. You've got to do it for your kids as well because time just passes by. Next thing you know, they're at that stage where they don't even want to know you. I'm sure that's coming. Um, or maybe it isn't. Maybe we can we can change that with all the right tools and the right things in place. Maybe they your daughter will want to be around you more than they want to be around their friends at some point. Not like the old movies and TV shows saying like you know, oh, Dad, you're embarrassing me that kind of stuff. Maybe maybe not. Maybe we can change that narrative pretty simply by just doing these these simple things like hanging out and and whatnot. I was going to write at the start of this episode and my little bio for it that um, I want to bring my daughter on just for the last part. So I wanted to give a rundown of where I was going with it all and I was going to see, you know, she's here and I've got my mic set up and I was like, let's have a run with it, see what we can come up with. So if you don't mind, I might just go get her. All right, recording. We're back into it. So I brought my daughter. That's an indie. Say hello again. Hi. Yeah, proper hello. Yeah, we have to keep reminding our kids these days <laughs> to talk like uh, human beings, not um, Muppets from uh, or t- little, little, little toys. So, Indy, I was telling them about our dinner that we had and what is what did it mean for you to hang out with your dad for dinner? Having no annoying brother around my face. 
<laughs> oh, the sibling, the sibling love. I'm sure you, I know you miss him though. I still love him and miss him, but it's good to have no one. Like no one except for you. <laughs> Just you and me. Oh, well, yeah, well, mummy's next because she said she hasn't had uh, mummy-daughter time for a little while. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon Austin misses you right now? Yeah, probably. He'll mm. probably be texting me. Mm. What, did you, what did you think about the dinner? What did you have? Do you remember? Um, I did have a salad and some chicken things with my... Um, um, Kewpie mayo. Oh, mayo. So that was karage chicken. Yeah. Which is like Japanese KFC. It's so good, right? It's tasty. You ate more than I did. Really? Well, I had like, I had one and a half and I traded you a tempura prawn, king prawn. I only tried to open up the same, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Not everyone's, um, not everyone, well, I know you love your prawn, you just don't like the batter on the outside. Do you really like daddy-daughter time? Mm-hmm. Do you... Do you think it's like, do you think it helps you? Like when you're growing up in life, do you think you, you get a lot more out of that than you would, um, I don't know, like a full family day, but one-on-one sort of good for you, like one-on-one time? Yeah. What What do you get out of one-on-one time with mummy when it's just you and mummy or just you and I or even just you and Austin? What were you? Like eat somewhere or something like that. Okay, so Just that. Me. Yeah, but you I reckon a toy once. you got a toy. You got a toy once. Is your you reckon your heart smiling the whole time? Yeah. Yeah, because he's like the smile on your face right now. I don't know. You reckon the smile on your face right now is because your your voice is getting recorded and you can hear it into your ears for the first time. Yes. It's weird, right? Second. Second time. Well, yeah. singing. To the microphone's not <laughs> the same as having a conversation with your dad on a on a on a podcast thing. So, no, well, I wasn't going to keep you on here too long. I just wanted to bring you on because I was telling everyone about our little dinner date and how much it meant for me, and I knew it meant a lot for you. And I knew the first thing I was going to say, but I wanted you to say it was that you were just happy that Austin wasn't around for a little bit because it just because you oh your siblings right you get on each other's nerves, but. You know, you kind of miss him, don't you? Yeah. Anyway, so that's it. All right. Well, I think we'll leave it there. I just wanted to sort of lay that out there, guys. If you get the chance, you know, uh, even for yourself, look, okay, say you don't have kids, right, and you don't have a wife or a girlfriend, it's not a hard thing to go out there and just hang with yourself. You've got to love yourself before you can love everyone else. It's just the way it works, right? It's pretty easy to do that. And if you get the right tools, but if you do have kids and you do get them one-on-one, go all in because I'm staring at this gigantic smile. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's, she's the sparkle in one of my eyes. So it's just, it's just, it's heartwarming. Give it a crack. What hmm? are both? Cause I've got two kids. So sparkle in the left for you or the right, whatever, whichever right. side, right side. Okay. All right, you're right. Well, then Austin can have the left eye. <laughs> he can have the sparkle. It's just how it works. But um, all right, that's it. I'll come back another episode, but um, I'm working on it, guys. I'll have another um, a guest on. So, well, not another. I'll have a guest on soon. So stay tuned. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.